that is Katie Gamble with my buddy Charlie Coon for another episode of Clarksville's Conversation. And we're kind of shaking it up, doing a little thing different today. We're partnering with the Clarksville Montgomery County, just Clarksville Chamber of Commerce. And we're going to talk to some small businesses and I'll let Charlie. Well, we are. And we've got three really cool businesses here. They they all kind of do the same thing, but kind of do something different. Yeah. And so instead of me introducing them, we're going to do a self-introduction. We'll be hungry. Y'all ready? We'll be hungry after this interview. That's right. That's true. Yeah. Go Go ahead. All right. Hi, I'm Ilona Rivera. I'm the owner of Capriccio's Pizza and Ilona's Table. We're over on Dunbar. Uh, Dunbar, listen to me. I'm thinking Dunbar. Dunlop Lane. Yeah. Yeah. You're over by the hospital, right? Yes, across the street from the hospital. Yes, ma'am. And, um, you know, that's we, we do pizza in one shop, Capriccio's Pizza, and then the Lotus Table, we do the schnitzel and all that good stuff. That sounds yummy. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Nisha? Hi, I'm Nisha Wolf, and uh, I own the Gingham Cafe. We're on Madison Street and uh, started it in 2013. Um, our, we are mainly lunch place. We're open from 11 to 3. And I guess people ask me what kind of food, and I guess I'd have to say Southern We'll talk about that later. <laughs> I think it's kind of comfort food. Yes, I agree. That's good. I mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, my name is Dar Place, and I'm one of the yes. owners, my wife and I, and our son of Chemo's Hawaiian Grill uh, downtown at 125 Franklin Street. And we bring a little bit of aloha to Clarksville, Tennessee. So it's Hawaiian food. I was stationed over there for almost a decade, and my son learned the food. And so just bringing a little bit different twist of, um, you know, Aloha and Southern hospitality. So aloha, y'all. <laughs> well, we'll start. We'll start with Dar and maybe work our way down. But you know, 2020 obviously was a crazy year with COVID, and you know everybody's talking about. 2020 was no joke. It was no joke. <laughs> but you know, you 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 guys have successful businesses. Tell us a little bit. How how did you get through that? How did you adapt to to the COVID to all the restrictions? The shut down to all the things. Hmm. Well, I don't know that I'm successful yet, so I don't know that I agree with that statement, first of all, I think. Uh, But it is, for me, it's about the environment, okay? Uh, You have to learn to operate in the environment you're in. If it snows all the time, learn to operate in the snow. Uh, If we have a COVID-restricted access, you can't stay and wish everybody would come back to the restaurant and sit down. So you have to figure out a way, you know... The need to eat has not went away, it, but true. it went somewhere. And so you just got to find where all those fish went to. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it's about is adapting to the environment. And, um, you know, sometimes you, you, you throw bait out and you put it on the bottom and it sets there for a bit and yeah. you get a big old, you know, and the fish come and bite, right? And then other times you got to drive all over that lake until you find that bass to hit, yeah. right? And so it's just adapt to the environment you're in, not the one you wish you were in. It's kind of like that, who moved my cheese? Somebody move your cheese, you better figure out a different way to go find it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right? That's so true. And so that revenue went somewhere where to go. Mm-hmm. And you just got to go find it. Yeah. How about you, Nisha? Yeah, I totally agree. Well, I guess the first thing I did was to drive around Clarksville, which is always fun. You always think you know Clarksville, and then you realize when you drive around, that you, you know, there's new stuff and mm-hmm. interesting things. And I realized that I was... I'm um, going to have uh, a little bit of difficulty because I don't have a drive-through. 
which became the hot, hot mm-hmm. ticking item. Yeah. We all I just wrote down carry out. I just wrote down that word, yeah. <laughs> right. Now, what I, we were just talking about, mm-hmm. I usually get my staff something from a local restaurant every week that's not our food. I know everybody thinks I eat my food all the time, and I don't. But anyway, uh, so I was just talking to her about coming to her um, the pizza and getting it, which was delicious, by the way. And uh, anyway, so I called my property owner to see if I could put in a drive-thru, even though we are not really set up that way, but we could be. And they said, no, probably different issues. So I said, well, I've got to pivot somewhere. So um, we just, uh, in November, and believe it or not, it took us four months, and my manager's a lot younger than me, so it wasn't just because of me, but uh, we um, uploaded, got on the marketplace at Amazon, and it's a huge challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, you would think it would be easy because the software is the largest software in the whole world, but it's a challenge. <laughs> mm-hmm. So our sweetbreads are up there. Melinda was kind enough to send out an email blast for everybody to the chamber, which is great, by the way. And um, and so that's where we've pivoted. Um, we've got all four sweetbreads up, our lemon, blueberry, banana. Uh, we call it a funnel cake, which is like a pancake bread. And our zucchini walnut. Um, and there's all kinds of restrictions you have to go through with um, nutrition labels, blah, 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 blah. You know, government mm-hmm. regulations, we all know about those to do it. So it took us a long time, but it's really been fun mm-hmm. uh, to do it. And we're getting ready to put our toffee, uh, gooey toffee bars up in the next week or two. And the challenge is, of course, the shipping part of it. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. So, so do you have to ship 100% of that? when that Because I'm not real familiar with that. Yes. Um, we chose to do it ourselves, just like how I brought you guys the mm-hmm. bread. That way we can we know how long it's going to take. For instance, I just slipped over to the Dunbar Cave FedEx and sent out two loads. One was going to California and one was going to oh, wow. Virginia. So, uh, you know, having played with this during that four months along with everything else, you kind of know how long it's going to take. And the challenge is, of course... It's almost as expensive to mail it as it is to buy my bread. It's really mm-hmm. interesting. You know, that's how expensive it is. And of course, during Christmas, it was quite a challenge to get it there and have it still be fresh. Are you saying it took a lot of dough? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we had to take our dough and pay dough. resist the dad joke. <laughs> yeah. It was just right there. That was good. That was no pun intended. So um, anyway, it's you know it's really uh, it has been interesting in the sense that the other thing, and um, I know Katie and Melinda know me pretty well. Um, I kind of like to know my product. I like to know my customers. That's what being local restaurants all about. Mm-hmm. And with Amazon, there's a huge Amazon. I call it the Amazon wall mm-hmm. between myself and my customers. So, like, we got an order from a guy named Justin at 4 o'clock in the morning. He's from um, Florida. Uh-huh. And I call it our no-name people because I had my whole family ordering all over the world for the first four months to see how far it would take and how long oh, yeah. and all that. So this Justin guy ordered um, at 4 o'clock in the morning. I think he got lemon blueberry. And we're like, why? I want to talk to him. I want to know why, which is what we get mm-hmm. when we get have our restaurants. We get to talk to people. You can't. You got the Amazon wall yeah. there. So unless there's a complaint, which because four in the morning he was up yeah. and hungry. <laughs> he well, was hungry. And, and yeah. I'll tell you what my young staff said, but I don't know if I can say it. Well, that's on, probably what I was thinking. Yeah, not on yeah. the radio. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so, so how about you? Well, for us, um, 
even before they told us to lock down, maybe about three, four days before, we said, that's it, we're shutting down because we were worried about the whole COVID you mm-hmm. know, spreading and everything. So we, we actually adjusted pretty quickly. I was surprised that because mm-hmm. we had no kind of plan for anything like this to ever right. happen, right? Well, nobody so we did. had no backup plan. We're like, what are we going to do? But we came up with it really quickly. And what we did is we I had gotten a cell phone, actually, for the business and had them then text us once they pulled up in front of the store. Okay. And because you said you experienced That's that. Exactly what I there was a table mm-hmm. out front and we would put the name on the on the box, you know, the pizza, and then we would just let them know, hey, your pizza's ready. It, it really, mm-hmm. it was a couple hiccups at first, mm-hmm. but other than that, we did really well. I, I think we did even better, you know, sometimes with the closing meeting mm-hmm. just because it was we were able to um, streamline it. You know, so able to do that. Did we lose revenue? Absolutely, we did uh-huh. because we had we were just on our way to going upward. It was like about a year and a half of us being open, mm-hmm. so we were going upwards already. We're like, oh, we see a little bit of extra yeah. fluctuation in the bank account, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like really great. And then all of a sudden, COVID hit. Then we like, shut down. What do we do now? So you know, for us, you know, but the one thing I, you had mentioned customers, we <laughs> definitely missed the part about connecting with the customers. Because especially my son, Carlos, who's a general mm-hmm. manager there, he loves going to every table and touching and talking to them and yeah. saying, hey, you know, like touching the table right, and yeah. saying, hey, how are you doing? And, and he knows everybody's name, what they get. He's so much better than I am with that, you know. And so for us, that's the part we did miss a lot was just talking to the people on a, on a one. You know, sometimes we'd sit mm-hmm. outside, talk for a few minutes and then yeah. they'd have to go, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we know we did. We did pretty good. Um, it was still tough. But we were able to get through it. You know, we were able to get through it. And then once we were able to open back up, it was, of course, a little bit better with the partitions and stuff that right. we got. So I guess so. what I'm kind of hearing that if you were to give advice to other businesses is that you can't just sit around and pretend like it's not changing. True. You, mm-hmm. And the longer you wait, the more you're going to get in a hole. Pretending yeah, you, you don't have a problem doesn't mean you don't have a problem. And <laughs> it may not be a pandemic next time. It, it could just be an everyday business Something issue. Else. That's right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think the biggest challenge to add to what you're saying, Katie, is when you go through this, your natural instinct, even if you're a family at home, it's not just a business, yeah. mm-hmm. is to be like, oh, my gosh, where is my revenue going to come from? Mm-hmm. So yes, it's we really were. hard to make that pivot and spend more money mm-hmm. hoping that you're doing the right thing to bring money in. Especially if you didn't have a plan. So you didn't, yes. I didn't know that we were going to have to buy partitions in order to right. open back up even at half capacity, mm-hmm. you know? And then in the meantime, cause that was for, with Capriccio's pizza. Then six months ago, we decided to open up a Lona's table, which is right next door. Mm-hmm. And the only reason we did that, some people go, why did you do that in the middle of pandemic? You know, it's crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's because we had the opportunity to, the landlord said, Hey, mm-hmm. this spot is available. It's yeah. right next door. You had to grab it's it. full service. And, and he gave me a really great deal for a few months. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, let me, let's just go Try for it. it. So mm-hmm. far, so good. Are we struggling? Absolutely. But at the same time, everybody's struggling. Well, and well new, it's it hard. It never at pays new business. off without a struggle, right? What's and that? it's never meant to be easy. No. All, and, and, it's you know, never forget that when everybody else is selling is the time to buy. Yeah. Right? yeah. If yeah. you can yeah. do it and you can weather that period. And that's what we're doing. Yeah. And you'll come out on the other side well. Yeah. But you got, I mean, it's a, t- it's a tough call. And, you know, for us, it was, we signed up, we bought a building in downtown with the restaurant to open like on March one March. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're like, okay. Great timing, by the way. And we're going to not open for three yeah. months mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Like, holy yeah. crap. They're, so what do you do now? And then you open, and then it comes back again. And it's, so it's, uh, it's, so what do I recommend? Work one problem at a time. And when you finish that one, work the next problem. And when you finish that one, work the next problem. Don't get overwhelmed by it all. You know, just 
work the most immediate problem. When you finish that one, go to the next one and just keep swimming. Yeah. Like Dory yeah. would say, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. really it. So you, you guys have a, a couple things in common, obviously your style of business, but also your chamber members, which, mm-hmm. which I think always helps out because you, you have your network and, and ways to get the word out. But how have you changed your advertising and how you reach people? What I mean, I know you can't do the, the same thing you did, uh, you know, I guess a year, year and a half ago. So what have you done to get to get the word out? That's a great question. I, I guess that, um, well, of course, I've already mentioned that Melinda was great and has the online. I'll do a little bit of PR for the chamber. Um, and you might want to advertise that a little bit more. But it's great because uh, when I was having my website <clears throat> redone to reflect the orders for Amazon, because that's the hardest thing is getting the word out. Um, Steve, the guy that helped me with my website, um, made this little flyer that I brought in that y'all mm-hmm. can look at in case y'all want to do something like this. I'll give you some. And I just uh, forwarded it on to her, and she email blasted it to, what, 1,600 people. I mean, what a great, right. great, great thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, very targeted. And because my staff says I'm older than dirt, and, <laughs> I, and I know everybody in Clarksville, so I know my mouth goes a lot, but it went even more. So I just did a lot of reaching out to a lot of people, like, what do you want? Example is we're working with a school system now to give them something, kind of a little bit of a pivot to um, a pickup for a family dinner mm-hmm. that they can do, and we're going to give them some money off. And um, one really neat thing I'll mention that it might be good for you guys to know, and it came from a customer, and it was for uh, a school, a private school. The people on the board ordered from us, I think we did 75 for 75 staff, we did um, what we call homemade to go, and it's a meal for two people and a side, and I think we did dessert or bread or something. Anyway, I took it all over because I helped the girl. She didn't have a big enough car. I don't think she knew what she was picking up. Took it all over to this Christian school, which also is a daycare. So for the Christmas present from the board, all of the staff got to pick a, a dinner. A meal, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they got to pick whatever they wanted. We laid it all out, and it was you know, kind of hands-off. I thought, gosh, that's a great idea. I never would have thought of it myself. So we're trying to build on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good well, idea. And what I'm hearing guys. is never stop having new ideas. You know, yeah. that's the advice to business. Yep. Never stop having new ideas. Don't 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 be idle. Try, yeah. You got to try and try it because and if it works, great. If it yes. doesn't, drop it and do something have an different. Exit strategy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. I, I do want to say one thing because you keep referring to Melinda. For those listening, she's referring to Melinda Shepard, the executive director of Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. For those listening, don't know who Melinda is. <laughs> yeah. Like we That's know why she's. I always think that everybody knows who she yeah, is. Yeah, we know she's a superstar, but <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. hey. Well, so, well, and like for me with advertising, I just rely a lot on Facebook and Instagram and things like that and just word of mouth. And I always feel like, you know, even though we're at half capacity right now, um, to me, quality is always the most important mm-hmm. thing. I know it sounds so cliche, maybe, and and love and all that good stuff, but that's just <laughs> how that's how we reach people. Is mm-hmm. we do everything with love and 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 with a passion, you know. And especially like all of us sitting here, we all own our own businesses, and trust me, we wouldn't be doing it if we didn't love it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe we would. Oh, because, we're partially crazy too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is true. You know, because we like because, crazy people. <laughs> yes, nobody in their right mind would do this kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and not love what they do. Mm-hmm. They, we have to have a love for that. So I feel like that's important. And one thing I always 
really think is important as well is reaching out to the community. And so we definitely try at least several mm. times, maybe three, four times a year, we try to give away food and we do 75 to 100 meals yeah. for free. Mm-hmm. We did it um, for Easter last year for um, Capri- through Caprigio's Pizza. And then we did a Lona's table for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. We gave about 75 meals away, mm-hmm. you know, for anybody. We don't care who, we don't care what kind of car they have. It didn't matter because there was one lady and that's how I'm able to reach my customers because there was one lady that came in the other day and she came to Lona's table and she was eating dinner with a friend and we were just standing there, we're talking and she started crying and she goes, you know, you gave us free meals when it came Aww. for Christmas time and I wanted to come back and support you now. Yeah. She said, yeah. it wasn't that we didn't have it. She says, because my dad, she said, was in a um, hospice situation mm. and they didn't have time to go and get a meal. So that was important for them to have four meals picked up for free. Yeah. So it was, that was, that's what, that's what touches our heart and that's why it's important. So I just wanted to mention that that's how we reach our people. It's just with love. That's all I can tell you is just love. Well, karma is a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly is. So, well, before we like kind of close up, can you each share with us something that you did or changed during this time that you think I'm, I'm going to do that forever now. I'm glad I learned about that. You know, because, I mean, all of us, even in my business, there's things I'm taking with me that I'm like, oh, why didn't I think of that before this? And I know for you, it's probably the Amazon. Yeah. And, and you know, our businesses, we can't do remote. And so yeah. Um, yeah. I'm on a, a panel for the International, or not International, but National Restaurant Association. And so I've been on some podcasts and watched a lot of them. And so the pivot that a lot of people are doing, there's like a huge gap between fast food which has the drive-through and all this and they're going to completely recreate themselves by the way a lot of them are not going to have dining rooms which is interesting Mm -hmm. because we also have an issue i guarantee you all three of us with hiring people during this Mm -hmm. time yeah (laughs) i've heard that from different um, all kinds of industries it's been hard even for my business yeah it's such a um Hard kind of a dichotomy mm. there because mm-hmm. you have a lot of people on unemployment, but you can't get employees. So I haven't figured that one yeah, out yet. We don't so it's kind of it's kind of weird. That's a whole other podcast. It's a whole other <laughs> podcast. But let me tell you, the restaurant owners that are the most vocal are the ones in California. We all know why, and the ones in New York, we all know why. <sighs> and and so they just get on a roll and they go crazy over this mm-hmm. stuff, you know. But um, I think you're going to see the whole food industry pivot. A lot of good things are going to come from it, um, and maybe some not so good are going mm-hmm. to come from maybe. it. Like no, like very few dining rooms where you can take your family, mm-hmm. and you don't want to eat in the car. You got kids, you don't want to eat in your car, and you're sick of being at home. You want to go someplace, right? And being a don, you know, I don't know. This is what the well, that might help businesses like yours. If the fast food is true. doesn't have dining rooms, they're going to find a dining very, room somewhere. Very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very true. Whether it's hers, mine, or yours, right, right. people yeah. want. Mm-hmm. It's like my daughter who is in a hot spot in D.C. She says, <coughs> I just want some. I can pour my own wine, but I just want somebody else to pour me a glass of wine. Yeah. A large yeah. pour. Service. Cocktails are always better when somebody else makes service. them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Service for us. Does anybody else have anything to add? Uh, so for me, I... Something that we did that we're going to continue to do every year mm-hmm. is uh, on 31 December, we did a Guinness World Record attempt oh, yeah. at the oh, yeah. uh, world's oh, yeah. largest family. You got it, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Congratulations. No. not quite yet. No. So we had a little, we have one little hiccup where we need to have a certifying health official say that 
we did everything to standard, but uh -oh. the county was closed that day, and so and it's not as anything we have it's anyway. So know. there's one little yeah. you know administrative requirement that may or may not get solved. If it doesn't, that's okay. We're gonna go bigger. You had fun. Year. Oh, we had a lot of fun, <laughs> and but that's the thing I'm gonna get. So we decided it's going to be an annual event because in the end, what we're all talking about is giving back to community, mm -hmm. yes. and the best time to give is when there's nothing to give, right? Yes, you bring absolutely. everybody together and say, mm -hmm. look, it's about us. Let's remember family, mm -hmm. and so that's what we did. That was uh, normally an eight ounce item that the record was 681 pounds set in 2012. We did 1,120 pounds. Oh my God. And awesome. to my best knowledge, it's fed almost 3,000 uh, homeless and needy people over the last few weeks. I'm oh, sure that's they're beautiful. out of it now. Yeah. All yes. out of Clarksville? All out of Clarksville. Oh, so wow. it was built and constructed at Loaves and Fishes, and then it was you know under supervision of Loaves and Fishes to make sure it was all done to sanitary mm -hmm. standards so it could be then deconstructed and... Uh, and put in uh, safe food storage uh, mm -hmm. containers to freeze, and then so and then yeah, they've been serving. You know, not all spam and rice. It's like rice and beef tips, and then you know other stuff that they've mixed it with. Mm -hmm. But it's so we kind of put Clarksville on the map almost. Uh, so, but we're gonna start doing it every year. Maybe it's not a spam be Next year, it's the world's biggest loco moco or sweet we do bread roll, largest pizza. or maybe we do yeah, it together. Lord. Yeah, but we the idea have in the for end that, is that all of it. <laughs> was donated by local businesses, mm -hmm. every bit of it. Beautiful. And oh, it raised $3,000 for Loaves and Fishes and Yay Pack to split between that's themselves. Nice. And that came out of a time when no business mm -hmm. really has a lot to give, mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, if I tell small business owners anything too is, this is all noise, it sucks, it's hard. <laughs> it, if it wasn't hard, everybody would do it. <laughs> Don't right. forget your why. Don't forget yeah. why you're doing this. Don't forget I'm getting. Don't forget your customer and don't forget your community. All yeah, right, exactly. and then they won't forget you. Exactly. And so I'm not sure if that's going to change the world or not. But doing that, that's the one thing I'm going to. It's not about this. It's about the what I really want to continue is the outreach to community over and over and mm -hmm. over again yep. and bring us back together when Absolutely. it seems like we're all being ripped apart. So yeah, I'm going to stop. I was going to say that's the thing for me that I did differently was I did have two different um, companies come together and help me support the Christmas because mm -hmm. I used to only do it myself. And, and when you're struggling, it's hard it's sometimes expensive. to come mm -hmm. up with the extra money to have extra food, you know, or, you know, to provide. Right. So that's one thing I will probably do next this year, too, is just get with a couple people, a couple businesses says, hey, can you help donate? whether it's the food itself or the money or whatever, and come together, that way we can reach out to the community. Because together, we can always do more than all by yourself. You know? Hey, I, I'm already seeing the world's largest uh, pizza, sweet <laughs> bread. She just said that. <laughs> See, we could go for three next year, right? Imagine what yeah, we could we're all actually do together. coming up with a competition with a pizza who can eat like a certain... It's a, oh, we, have, we have the thing for it, so mm -hmm. we're just going to get it all together. So, Well, guys, we, Charlie and I appreciate you guys coming in today, because I know in the restaurant business you probably had to step away from your work today to do this yeah. so we do appreciate it and i and charlie and i both love yes. this community that's why we do this podcast and um give it I, I believe in karma giving back is the way to go mm -hmm. no doubt mm -hmm. I agree. but thank you guys thank, thank you. you thank you subscribe to clarksville's conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single conversation